Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, a podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter account, they're free, so you can go make one and then follow us. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And if you could also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use that allows ratings. And if you use a podcast app that doesn't allow ratings, go find one and give us a rating because we would really appreciate that. You can tell your friends, too. And with that, today we are continuing our uh, rewind of season one of Iron Fist with episode seven, Felling Tree with Roots, which originally premiered March 17th of 2017. And as always, here's a rundown of the episode. Two of Gao's men interrogate Harold, who fight them off with Danny's help. Harold kills them and has Ward dump the bodies in a swamp. Danny reveals uh, his story to Colleen, and they sleep together. Later, he starts investigating his father. Gao arrives at Rand Enterprises, telling Danny to stay out of her way. Danny follows her down the elevator shaft and sees her discussing business with a Rand employee, and later convinces that employee to leave the city and give her his pass or give him her passport. Danny and Colleen, Colleen persuade the Hatchetmen to help them fight the Hand, while Joy convinces Ward to take a break from the company. In a board meeting, Danny announces his decision to close the Staten Island plant while keeping the workers on payroll. The board decides to remove Danny, Ward, and Joy. Danny, Colleen, and the Hatchetman attack the hand facility and find a di- dying Radovan. He reveals that Gao has gone to Anjou, China, which is where the Rands were going when their plane crashed. Harold discovers Ward's plan to leave and takes his money. Ward confronts his father and kills him, dumping his body in the same swamp where he put the other bodies before. So this is like, you know, this is one of those like cheerful episodes, those happy-go-lucky episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get into that later. But first is our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Jenny, what are you doing? Yoga? You move about as fast as a pig. Swimming and gravy. <laughs> You didn't see that coming? Alright, Al, what's your fast fact? Uh, mine are so fast, I'm already done. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, then I guess I'll catch up with talking about the title. Um, it's another Shaolin Kung Fu move. Um, felling Tree with Root is the actual name of the move, and it's where you move to throw an, appoint- an opponent. So, yeah. Hmm. Not I'm like over the head or like a baseball, but more like, you know, put your leg down... Or put your leg again and kind of trip them and throw them to the ground. Okay. Um, Gao also mentions uh, the Devil of Hell's Kitchen and the Man with Unbreakable Skin. <clears throat> Continuing which... the trend of not naming the actual characters. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, in this universe, the Devil of Hell's Kitchen is what they call Daredevil. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but they actually call Luke Cage by his name. Because everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Roxxon gets a mention in this. Uh, we've seen them in Agent Carter and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Daredevil and Iron Man 3 and other stuff that we'll get to in the future. Mm-hmm. And you keep saying that this is 
not that connected with the other stuff. Ugh. I mean, it's connected. They talk about that incredible green guy last episode. <laughs> That's true. Um, they also, uh, when they're referencing Roxxon, they also reference uh, Midland Circle as a separate mm-hmm. like business, um, which isn't as part of anything else. I mean, it's part of anything outside of the Netflix shows, uh, but that's kind of keeps coming up a little bit. Um, yeah. With things. Yeah. It's where Electra and Daredevil found the giant hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and as one of the distributors of the heroin, uh, Madame Gao or her employee, I guess, mentions the dogs of hell who we've seen as they're the biker gang that Lorelai takes over in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're also the biker gang that Foggy sees in Daredevil Season 2. Yeah, that was the the first episode, right? I think so. It was really early in Season 2. My okay. first episode. Yeah. And then in um, this uh, episode, we need Bakudo, a character who's from uh, Daredevil number 505, back in February of 2010. And he's one of the five leaders of the hand in the comics. So we'll see what, if they are accurate to that here. Mm-hmm. But that's all the fast facts I have. So we'll move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I so, never said so you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, weapon of Kunlun. And I'm fulfilling my destiny. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Who do you want to start with for heroes? Um, let's see, I have a lot more notes for Danny. I, I, I don't have things really organized well. Let's start okay. with Danny. It's easy. <laughs> All right. So, um the first thing he does is screws up uh Harold's lie saying he doesn't know anything about Danny Rand or doesn't know Danny Rand. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he knew he was going to do that. Uh he just kind of goes to talk to Harold, which I assume he was talking to Harold to ask why Madame Gao knows his dad. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that was funny. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, so they beat up and Harold straight up murders. We'll talk about that later. The two guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um. Also, Danny has a new power in this. He dodges bullets. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, that that could be a power we we know he had already, right? Well, uh, I so, didn't see him dodge bullets earlier. No, I mean, we haven't seen him do that. But a couple episodes ago, uh, two two weeks ago, um, he was making fun of people using guns when they were at the docks uh, to because they were like, oh, they don't fight with honor. They don't know how to fight. I don't remember what he says, but he I wonder if he trained with guns. Like being maybe. Shot yeah, it's like. Um, the, the monks come up, his trainer comes up and is like, there is this new martial art I've seen. Watch this movie. It's called Wanted. You might need to know what to do. (laughs) Um, so there was a movie. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Christian Bale starred in it. Um, Batman. Uh, I mean, close enough. No, it was this, uh, 
like slightly i i, I wouldn't say futuristic society um but it's a you know one of those worlds where like the government runs everything and like all the the citizens have to take a a pill every, once or twice a day so that way they lose all their emotions and mm-hmm. Some people don't take the pill and then they realize like, oh, emotions are great. We, we love being able to do stuff. And um, so uh, Christian Bale, his character, he's like the lead um, like investigator that like hunts down these people. And he basically trains in gunkata, <laughs> as my friend liked to describe it, of like yeah. learning martial arts, but also using guns with the martial arts. It was, uh, it was really interesting. Anyway, that could be a thing Danny learned, gunkata. Yeah, I've always called it gun foo, like what Neo does in Neo and Trinity in the Matrix. But yeah. yeah, either way, I mean, it's a martial artist he trained in. He knows more than just kung fu. That's true. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. he kind of says it well, uh, at different times. Like he'll he'll mention different things, um, mm-hmm. every so often. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if he's going to come out. Like, if this went on for longer, if this, like, season six, he's coming out with, like, Tybo or something like that. <laughs> I know all of them. That's that's how he, he starts a workout. He just, you know, gets a little sweat going with, mm-hmm. with some Tybo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also says, like, after the fight, um, Harold asks him why he didn't summon the Iron Fist. Apparently, it drains his chi, so he can't do it all the time. Um. I mean, I guess that's a good like one liner of why he doesn't do it, but still kind of disappointing. Yeah, I I was thinking the same thing. Like the first thing that came to my mind was like a wizard in Dungeons and Dragons. You know, you mm-hmm. you can only do that spell once per day. So, yeah, yeah, using up he used up his spell slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and he only gets the one slot. So, oh no, um, Dungeons and Dragons monks have a special magic called key key points so that's another thing i was talking about last week another thing i know about chi is it's almost like dungeons and dragons key points <laughs> in fact from now on i'm just going to equate it okay all right yeah. that sounds good <laughs> so he goes back apparently um harold didn't know anything about um uh danny's dad what's danny's dad's name <laughs> Ah, you know, they said it, um... Wendell. Wendell Rand. Yeah, okay. Alright. Uh, yeah, he doesn't know anything about Wendell, um, knowing about the Iron Fist or Kunlun or anything. Or the Hand. Um, so he goes and talks to, uh, Colleen, who, you know, she makes a good point. She says Gao could just be lying. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, villains are rarely liars in movies and shows. That's true. Yeah. You never thought about that. Yeah, they they hardly ever lie. Yeah. I mean, most villains... I think, you know, most mass murderers, very honest people. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, until, until they get to that moment where they need to lie or cheat. Like Madame Gao cheated last week in the tournament. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I, like, I, you know, my mind goes to Star Wars. All the bad guys just tell the truth. They just twist the facts, but it's always the facts. Is it still the fact if they're twisting it? 
Well, yeah, I mean, like, um, dark, like, well, I'm trying to think of a good example now. Uh, the Emperor saying that, um, like, if, uh, Luke kills him, then he just becomes part of the dark side. Hmm. Yeah. Or. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um. So anyway, Colleen, Dan, you're talking. And Colleen asks a strange question. She, she asks, like, how did he get that tattoo? I assume, would assume, he got that tattoo the same way most people get tattoos. You know, <laughs> lie down on, like, this, I don't know, chair thing, take off your shirt, and this guy with a needle and ink, you know, puts a tattoo on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that's not right, <laughs> but also, I'm not going to ask someone how you get a tattoo, because I assume that's how most people get tattoos. Yeah, you're you're not gonna think, like it, it's never gonna be a thought in your mind that it might have been some other way. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. He also explains uh, the Iron Fist that it makes him uh, enhances his strength and makes his hand light up, which you know, <laughs> very necessary dimension <laughs> makes you sound yeah. cooler. <laughs> I mean, okay, come on. You know, lightsabers, would they be as cool if they didn't light up? No. But I also like swords. <laughs> yeah. But a lightsaber, it's a sword that lights up. Other things, too, I guess. It has a cool yeah, sound. I mean, that's not the yeah. only thing it does. But also, that's not the only thing his fist does. So That's true. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> All right. But if I'm going to, like, the cool properties of a lightsaber... I don't think my first thing would be like it lights up. I think it could cut through any material. Um, and then the second thing would be that it lights up. So maybe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on it's it's on the list. It's it's up. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. And then they have sexy time. Mm-hmm. And he he breaks his vow of celibacy. We assume. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. I find it weird that they mention the vow of celibacy just for him to not even make a big deal about it later. Yeah, they they just wanted to add some tension two weeks ago. Yeah. Or Danny's not a villain. He could have been lying. He didn't want to hurt her feelings. Like, not that I don't want to sleep with you, creepy spider lady. It's that I don't sleep with anybody. <laughs> well, no, he told that to Colleen. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he, he told Colleen in like the first episode that they started getting all doughy eyed when they look at each other. Yeah. Then in that case, Colleen's a bad person. <laughs> she's making him break his vow. Yeah. I mean, she's not making him. It's Danny's choice, but she's tempting him. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we also don't know when he made that vow. Like, was he 10 when he made it? Like in order to join the monks, they forced him to make the vow. Or did he do it when he became the Iron Fist and was an adult? Yeah. Also, um, he probably vowed to stay in Kunlun. <laughs> oh, yeah. He also vowed to, to dis- yeah. yeah. He also vowed to defeat the Hand at all costs. Which, last episode, he 
let the girl survive so he can defeat the hand. He is the worst Iron Fist ever. <laughs> really? Or maybe they all just suck this bad. We don't know. It's true. We only know him. Yep. He's all the Iron Fists we know about. <sighs> they really need to stop only using people that fall from the sky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's probably a really good person just right there. You just need wanted to hug that dragon. <laughs> but nope. <laughs> he didn't fall from the sky. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, he breaks his vow, and then he goes to, um, back to work later. And he asks for them to look up all his father's files, because he's going to look for any mention of Gao or the Hand. Mm-hmm. Why does he think that Gao or the Hand would be mentioned by name in, in, in his files? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I mean... He, maybe he was going to find something written about them that maybe isn't by name, like maybe a mm-hmm. description of some sort. Um, but yeah, even that would be really difficult to find. Then again, he has literally nothing else, like no other leads. So <laughs> oh yeah, I thought you were going to say he has nothing else to do. <laughs> like also true. I mean, kind of that also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but he doesn't really have to wait for it because uh, she just shows up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah, and she actually mentions what we were just talking about, that she says that he's a weaker iron fist than the previous ones were. Because she wouldn't kill the girl. So we know that at least the iron fists have that over Danny. <laughs> uh, yay, I guess. I don't I, I don't know what the right answer is here. <laughs> um at least he saved someone. But then again, how many people did he do because of it? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a traditional Batman question, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just, just like, okay, you let one person die. You let, oh, Robin die. There's like 40 of them. It's not that big a deal. But you also <laughs> could you take out the it's Joker. A flock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a flock yeah. of Robins. <laughs> yeah. I assume that's the phrase, right? A flock for birds. I I mean, a flock of birds. I I was actually reading about you know, I found out that a group of leopards is called a leap of leopards. It's really strange, but like murder of crows is a thing. So I guess other birds probably have other names. Okay. I hope it's a Christopher of robins. <laughs> well, I am looking it up, and I'm hoping Thank you. that it shows up immediately. <laughs> Um, a group of robins are collectively known as a worm of robins. Worm. worm W-O-R-M. Yeah. Okay. Who thought of these names? I... uh, I got nothing. (laughs) Now I'm wondering if there's a group of animals that doesn't have a name and we could think of it. I mean, what would you call... Huh? I mean, an alien animal, right? If we knew something... What would you call a group of Chitari? Uh, chittens. No. Chitten of Chitari? Yeah. No, it's, it's weird, because none of them are like a word based off of that, right? It's just... But it's something it's associated just, with them. Like, it, it, 
Robins Robins eat worms. Crows eat are like associated with death and murder. Okay, all right. So I guess Chitauri are associated with it was that hole from space. So it's a whole lot of Chitauri. All right, I'm ready to move on after that danger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Gao's pretty smart. She knows that Danny won't attack her in the proper place because she's just a little old Asian woman from their point of view. Yeah, um, which again, to you know, the, the last thing that you said about you know her calling out that he's a you know quote unquote weak uh, Iron Fist, he should have just thrown her out the window. He had the chance. He could have done it. Yeah, she could have used the force again. We don't know, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, no one would have had a problem with that. <laughs> Just yeeting yep. a little Asian woman out the window. Yeah, no one would have asked really her her any questions other than what happened, and then she would say something, and everyone would believe her. Like, oh no, yeah. he just ran out on his own. He said he couldn't take it anymore. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Gal leaves not before giving him a office warming gift, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I think it's a plant. Maybe it's a chia pet. <laughs> no, he doesn't. She doesn't want to make him stronger. Never mind. <laughs> was it? Was it a bonsai tree? It was a, tr- a little think, tree-looking thing of some sort. Yeah, I think it was probably probably a bonsai. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't know plants other than my baby Yoda chia pet. <laughs> okay, honestly, that's my wife's baby Yoda chia pet, but still. <laughs> hey, when I sent that to you for Christmas, I said to the Camarinas. You just, it's the family. It's, okay, it's it, be- it belongs to our cats. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, where, oh, yeah, he follows Gao. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they get to the, the 13th floor, the spooky floor of the building. Um, yeah, he actually uses his fist in a creative way, where he uses it to grip and not, like, you know, tear all the skin off his hand. <laughs> That's good, He's he's thinking ahead. Yep. Unfortunately, now he can't use it for the rest of the day because he had his one um, spell slot. Or yeah, what, right. sorry, what was it? In uh, it's a spell months? slot in fifth, okay. in fifth edition. It's a spell slot. Fourth edition is like once per day. No, I mean for for monks because you said they had oh key, uh, points. key points. Yeah, he okay. has his one key point. Okay, I I've only played the monk in third edition, so I, I did, they, they didn't have that in third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's his one key point. Um, to get his glowy fist for a minute. It pays off. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um, so, yeah, he listens for a while and hears all the stuff about the heroin distribution. And then he goes, like, after Gao leaves, he goes in to talk to the woman, one of the women we saw a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. So she was one of the three sales ladies uh, trying to sell the, the heroin to different groups of people. Um, and this does answer our question from a couple weeks ago. of Why did we see them going into the Rand building? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, you know, how bold she is. She's going to try to fight him. <laughs> I mean, it could have worked. Uh, unfortunately, he's the immortal Iron Fist, but... But he's yeah. this immortal Iron Fist, so it still might have worked. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah, so he gets the password, and then he lets her go, which, you know, probably a good idea. She's not going to tell anybody. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, she has everything to lose if she tells anyone, so. That's true. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't, like, give her, like, 
a thousand dollars too. Oh, just as like running away money. Yeah, just you know, Danny. He's like, I've got money. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he has money on him, but she she was dressed nice. She probably had some money. She could have just yeah taken out of a bank account and left. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he he gets the password. And, um, I guess he climbs back up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. He, huh. No, he probably took, like, a fire escape exit, like, which is just stairs. Like, you can Mm -hmm. always go into that section. So he probably just walked down 13 floors. Or walked down one floor to the 12th floor, which he has a badge to get into. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, do you think the fire escape goes to that floor? And they're just assuming no one's ever going to use a fire escape? Well, the... No, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure stairwell. the fire escape works. Like, I mean, the it was there for the building, right? So the... the um, Sorry, when you say... When I say fire escape, are you imagining, like, a ladder outside of the building? No, I'm imagining the oh. stairwell. Okay, good. Yeah, because that's, that's what I was, I was describing. Yeah, I'm sure, like, every floor it has... It's going in there, but it's... It's like locked. They're probably like you have to scan a, a your badge just to get into mm, the room okay. from there. So, and only Madame Gao and like a few people from the hand have a badge to get onto yeah. the thirteenth floor. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, so uh, Danny goes back to his office and gets all all the documents that has anything to do with Wendell Rand are left <laughs> on his desk. All one. All, all his name badge. That is not mysterious to his assistant. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of... Uh, I mean, she probably just doesn't care, right? She's like, eh, alright, fine. Everything's been digitized. We probably just tossed everything. I mean, it is yeah. kind of standard. Like, after seven years, you don't need those documents anymore, so they just toss them. Okay. I don't know. If, I didn't know that was standard. Uh, somewhat standard like i mean if it's important i mean if it's important it's probably already been digitized Um, yeah that's true but okay so danny didn't think about looking into the uh, the database of rand (laughs) i don't think he knows how to use a computer until he needs to for uh, storyline reasons (laughs) yeah which i think he uses a computer this episode right (laughs) Yep, exactly. When the lady gives him her password. Yeah. Not her username, so he had to guess. <laughs> um Yeah. Well or well no. He didn't just steal the tablet <laughs> and just didn't log out. Oh uh, yeah, that's probably a good point. It, it it's it's default, it's the last one that was entered, so Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so he goes and uh, makes a terrible, terrible business decision. Um, by shutting down the entire Staten Island plant, but paying everybody still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean he, he's doing the the good thing, right? And Joy is at least trying to agree with him. Like, well, this will will bring us good PR. Yeah, so, especially yeah. since he already told Karen Page. <laughs> That's right. He name drops her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, on on one hand. Like I kind of, 
I, I hate that I understand the where uh, the other people on the board are coming mm-hmm. from in that because they said that they were already cleared by did they say the EPA or the CDC? I think they said EPA. Uh, EPA. Okay. I mean, they were already cleared. I don't know what that means. Like, did someone actually separately come out and look at the uh, building? Like, could there be any, literally anything else in that area that's that's wrong? Or is this just like, no, that's it. It's the one factory and some houses, but that like, yeah, I, 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 there's I no way it's just that. I bet it's one factory, but what they said in previous episodes is not that it's not the plant, is that they are within like EPA's uh, emission standards. So even if it is causing cancer, it's still legal because it's within the law. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I, 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 that's one of the things. Like I'm wondering, like when they do this inspection, are they going to like? Are they actually going to find something, or is it possible that it really isn't the, their factory? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, that's what Danny is trying to find out, right? Like he, he really does want to get to the bottom of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. But it's well, it's one of those things where they're they're making it seem like it's definitely the factory for, oh, mm-hmm. by Rand, uh, but it is entirely possible that it's not. That there's a so. Stark factory like right next door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a hammer, or anything else. Rock Probably song. rocks on. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely rocks on. <laughs> it's definitely rocks on. <laughs> if it could be them, it is. <laughs> yep. All right. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. He does that, and he just walks out, drops the mic, and leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he goes to get Colleen, and um. Recruit the hatchet men who tried to murder him and Joy like two days ago or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And they need an army. Yep. Plus, he, I mean, exactly what he tells them, right? Like, listen, you're all going to die anyway, so you might as well try and survive. Join me. Yeah, no, it's true. Or go down fighting. Which is still better than just flat out dying. So, yeah. And so they go in and to where Zhao, or not Zhao, uh, Gao is um, hiding Radovan, which they found through the tablet that he knows how to use. And, um, yeah, they find Radovan, like, probably, like, ten minutes after he gave up the formula or something like that, most likely. Ah, so close. Yep. So close. Well, it's been like they, at least a day, so I mean, they they had some time to break them. Yeah, I mean, if Danny didn't waste time looking for his father's files, I mean, he could have been there earlier and saved them, or at least <laughs> gotten them before he cracked. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Um, well. but. Yeah, we do know that she Gao already left and went to An- Anzhao, China, which is like I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's like a small little village in China, so I find it weird that they're name dropping that place, or maybe they just chose a random place in China. Yeah, I probably just chose a random place. Um, yeah. uh, we might get a little bit more about that later in the season because mm-hmm. I I do remember a little bit about that, but I don't want to throw any spoilers yeah. out. Um, so maybe, maybe there's a reason for it. We'll, right. we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, um, yeah, well, significant to this is that's where his family was going when they died. <gasps> I know, shock. Yeah. So I've been starting to read uh, Iron Fist comics, finally. Oh, yeah, I've been threatening to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm, me I'm reading, uh, what is it? Fractions run? No, that's I'm also reading Hawkeye. That's a run. Well, I'm reading the one that was recommended to me on Reddit, and it's really good. It's more modern. Um, but um, they flash back to the beginning of the story, and in this story, Wendell brought his family with him because he wanted to train to be the Iron Fist, but he brought his family on a hike into the Himalayas, and they died. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I guess this is, makes more sense. Although he was probably looking for something to do with the hand in Anjou in the show. But I know you know, so don't tell me. That I don't actually know. Um, oh, okay. I, I assume that, or I, I'm taking the story that they've given us and I, I, my assumption is that they're saying that, um, his dad, Wendell was like basically being controlled by the hand in some se sense. Yeah. And they told him to go, and he was like, well, let's make a family trip out of it. We might yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, why not? Um, yeah. Yeah, the comics, because it's a more modern comic, but they still got to work with the continuity of being established in the 70s. So mm -hmm. some of the stuff just doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, the first issue, he's fighting Hydra, which is really cool. Hydra ninjas. Oh. So. Yeah, I did not know Hydra had ninjas, but it makes Neither sense. Neither did I until I opened the comic up. <laughs> or read it on um, Marvel Unlimited. But still. <laughs> Alright. Alright. And then Redovan dies. <laughs> oh. Oh well. Yeah. At least they saved... No, they, they, they got nothing. All right. They saved well, they... his daughter, who's now an orphan, and in this country she doesn't know. Yeah. She and somewhere we we don't know what happened to her. They she just... she's in that apartment that Danny was living in. <laughs> I'm assuming. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Oh no that that was one of um Jerry's places. He probably bought yeah, an apartment right. for this twelve year old girl. <laughs> or oh, for, I don't know how old she is. I, okay, she looked older. I thought she was like late teens, maybe even uh, early twenties. Okay. Okay. But I'm I really know. bad at I telling I just think ages. of her like the victim, so she I figured she was a little kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. I don't have anything else for Danny. No, I mean he had I guess a big part of the episode, but just kind of a few things here and there. So yeah, yeah. same here. Um pretty much mentioned everything. So uh Colleen. Yeah. Um so pretty much the only scene we get two scenes with her pretty much by herself. Mm -hmm. Uh one is Bakudo arrives. Uh, uh -huh. Do we get explicitly told who he is to her? Not in this episode. We learn a lot more about him in yes. later episodes of the season. But uh, he is no. one of the things I do remember. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you did, because that's like one of the things that I keep holding back, because every so often you'll ask a question like, yeah. I don't want to say that part of the storyline in the future. Yeah, um, I'm, but I... I didn't remember when he showed up. I wasn't sure if it was in this or Defenders or um, I uh season two, but I remember his character. Like when he showed up, I was like oh that guy. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I always knew it was this season because I, it, it doesn't fit as much with um, other, the, the, with the other seasons. But um, I think the only thing we know, or we're, I think we're led to assume that, that he's basically her mentor. Yeah. Yeah. And he, um, she tells him everything about Danny. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, worrying. People should be worried. Uh-huh. Yeah. That he, yeah. Danny's the Iron Fist. It's really cool watching him fight. Uh-huh. And yeah. then he tells her to just keep doing things like normal. Just keep going on. And just keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's a normal thing to tell somebody. Hey, I got a new, a new boyfriend. He's really cool. He's a good martial artist. It's like, well, keep on doing what you're doing. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know what, everyone? You should try that in your day to day. Someone tells you something new, tell them to keep on doing whatever they're doing. Unless it's See bad, it then, then stop doing what you're doing, but don't tell them what to do. That's what right. I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if, you know, they're like, hey, I bought a puppy. Well, that's good. Keep doing what you're doing, like feeding it. Yeah, keep doing it. Um, the other part we see with her is one of her students, uh, got a scholarship and it's joining an elite fighting force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm assuming it's the Foot Clan. I mean, what else could it be? That's literally the entire plot point of what the Foot Clan are doing in the <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of Views. Yes, they are recruiting children. Also, Sam, is Sam Rockwell in the first one or the second one? I have no idea. That was yeah. before I knew who he was. So okay. <laughs> I don't know. I you watch again. It's not that I remember it from then, but I remember. What was I listening to? There were t- some podcasts and they were talking about Ninja Turtles came up and the guy just like mentioned that fact. Like now, like now we're mentioning <laughs> the same thing's happening. You listener that I experienced earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Only we have less information. This is true. <laughs> Listen to that podcast that I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. All right. I'll yeah. I'll get on that. Okay. Um the reason I want to bring this up was because the quote that she says, um one arrow may break, but ten in a bundle are strong. Mm-hmm. Which is a quote from Genghis Khan. But it really reminds me of Caesar in the Planet of the Apes movies. Um <laughs> When it's like he does the exact same thing. He breaks one stick, and then apes together strong. <laughs> ah, okay. I've never seen yep. any of those movies. Oh my god! I, I was uh, like, I was saying, if we ever do like a Patreon, that's going to be our Patreon specials. It's just me showing you better movies. Oh, god. I, I don't mean, think we're going to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. I I agree. Um. I mean, maybe someday we'll just start a different podcast and it'll be something like like an all extra podcast. Okay. Um, we shouldn't. We don't. Ha- we barely have enough time for this one. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I have nothing else for Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. Like she uh, she had a pretty small part of this episode. So. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. And that's it for heroes, right? Yeah. I don't think it's until season two that they realize we don't care about Danny. Everyone just wants Colleen. <laughs> yeah well i mean they probably wrote this entire first season and then they realized at the end like oh okay yeah let's change some things up here yep yep <laughs> all right all right cool uh let's take a quick ad break before we talk about our villains 
Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. Danny sent all but the brown M&Ms. <laughs> that supposed to mean something? Tony, I think that we can all agree that what I'm about to say is 100% factual. Is that true? I, I stand by it. 100%. No. No, don't you ever agree to that. Another thing you should never do is use the 13th floor on a skyscraper. So many bad things can happen, like a curse. The water pipes will break and it'll snow. Uh, or an ancient evil organization of ninjas will take it over. In a world where things will go wrong, you need to minimize what can go wrong. Visit our sponsor's website to learn about these non-obvious situations that you should avoid. And they're not all about buildings. There are so many other things that can ruin lives, like owning a black cat and wearing white after Labor Day. This message is brought to you by the nonprofit organization Hamsters for Humanity. Use promo code MCU Rewind nowhere. This is not a product, just a reminder from your friendly neighborhood hamsters. Visit their website to learn more. When is it that you can start wearing white again? No idea. I've always <laughs> wondered that. New Year? Like January 1st? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Because it's it's like the Gremlins problem, which I assume you've never seen Gremlins. <laughs> I have seen the majority of the first movie. Okay. Well, the rule is don't feed them after midnight. But when is it acceptable to feed them? Dawn, when the sun comes out. I, <laughs> that yeah, makes that's a sense. Good point. I, yeah. But it's always after midnight. And what if you're in like Alaska and the sun's up all the time? <laughs> maybe you're just not supposed to feed them. It's true. Like, it's maybe, maybe that's it, which it just seems cruel because they're so cute. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, but they turn so evil. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's a Gremlins TV show on, like, Netflix or Hulu that's going to be an animated show that's going to be coming out. So maybe we'll get all the answers we've ever needed. Okay. I, mean, also, I, I hope. If it's a TV show, like, they'll, they'll, they'll answer more questions. Yeah. Also, I've never seen Gremlins 2, so they might answer that in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay right. i don't think i've seen anything from gremlins 2 like the, the only stuff i've seen from the first gremlins was just because like it would be on in the background like on tv like mm -hmm. years ago so now listener you can see how much we want to talk about iron fist anyway <laughs> uh, yeah uh moving on to our villains i ask you to what end Dread it, run from it, destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Stay right there, boy. Submit to me without further incident, and your friends will be granted a merciful death. Now... I don't understand why they call it Gremlins when everyone wants to see the Mogwai. <laughs> Little fuzzy things. Oh, that's what they're called? The Mogwai? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just assumed that they were called Gremlins. Like, they, they in both phases. Nope. Um, they're Mogwai and they turn into Gremlins. Now, once they turn into Gremlins, can they turn back? Or is it like a Pokemon evolution? Um, well, from what I understand, just from the first movie, they end up, spoiler alert for Gremlins, um, so don't give us a one-star review on Facebook. They kill all the gremlins. Oh, oh God. The the one Mogwai, the gizmo, survives. Uh, but they, they have to murder all the rest of the gremlins. 
doesn't doesn't Gizmo turn into a gremlin? That's no, point? he's the only one who doesn't. What happens is if you get a a um gremlin wet, they'll multiply, and then mm. those multiples of Gizmo ate food after midnight and turned evil. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm willing uh, to bet though that if Gizmo is in the second one, he ate after midnight, and they had to find a way to turn him back. I'm I'm. Having never seen that movie, I'm yeah. willing to bet that that's part of the storyline. Yeah, I I will let you know if I ever watch it, which is unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not going to watch it in preparation for the TV show? Probably not. I'm probably not going to watch the TV show. I, okay. I didn't see that movie until like last year, and I didn't love it. I know a lot of people have fond memories of it. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Although I am a fan of bad things, hence me watching Howard the Duck few weeks ago <laughs> uh, yeah that was on you you got to choose it <laughs> i have been pushing for that for a long time uh, well i, I told you as... is i didn't make you watch it too <laughs> i told you as i was editing the episode i it, uh, some something that i saw made me kind of curious but yeah. anyway that's enough uh talk about that let's talk about some villains how's that sound all right um now the villain in howard the duck was okay never mind <laughs> just just listen to our 200th episode that was a few weeks ago yeah four all right four harold <laughs> yeah about a month ago now um harold um is being punished for leaving earlier um well also because they think that he might be doing stuff against them right yeah. that he's working with um with danny, danny. yeah mm-hmm. um and which makes me realize that they're not really watching him 100 percent of the time yeah i would have assumed that they like always had someone on him mm-hmm. but i guess apparently not it's weird i mean do they just check at like one guy stops in the apartment across the way and just looks all right he's there and then leaves and then uh one day the guy looked up and was like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> i guess right but but they know when he leaves why? Like, oh, because the lights are off. He, he turned the lights off. I mean, that was just poor planning. You get a cardboard cutout of yourself and just <laughs> put it in there. You, you attach it to something so it's moving a little. Yeah. Or honestly, you put a dummy in his, um, was there, his chamber thing, his pod. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I guess he doesn't have like a bed to just stuff with pillows. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, so he, after he murders the guys, which we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. uh, he kind of plays on Danny's emotions, saying he can't take the violence anymore, and it's driving him crazy, and stuff like that. Um, so Danny has to destroy the hand, I guess, <laughs> like Danny he- wasn't planning on it earlier. <laughs> yeah i mean he's trying to give danny more uh fuel for for yeah. doing it um yeah i mean harold knows he's in deep like so deep he had to cut off his own finger i know right yeah <clears throat> i mean i don't know why he did that just like just like hold your finger down and like whenever you wave at the hand people across the way you just don't wave with that hand <laughs> 
You just put a bandage over it, put some red paint, and act like your hand, your finger got cut off. They're far away. They don't know. They barely watch you anyway. <laughs> That's true. They didn't see any of this fight right here. Exactly. It's not like he and has later, shades. The windows are open. Yeah, and later, he's literally chopping the guys up, and they don't even question it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and that must have taken a few hours, too, because, yeah. I mean, he has to call Ward to come over and take the bodies. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. It's not making... I mean, like a few things in this show, it's not making 100% all the sense <laughs> in the world. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about what happens to Harold later when we talk about Ward. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, really quickly, one other thing about Harold. Um. Mm-hmm. He uh. He seems to really know how to dispose of a body. Yeah. Uh, Does he though? Because yeah. he has to call his son to take <laughs> get rid of the bodies. Oh. oh okay. Maybe they only know when he leaves, right? They're not actually watching Harold. They're just watching his car. They have a, like a GPS. They have Lojack on his car. So they always know where where it is. Yeah. I mean, for that case, he could be wearing an ankle bracelet. Oh, yeah. That's true. They could force that on him. Yeah. Hmm. So he could be doing anything. Or more likely... More likely, there's an ankle bracelet on Ward because Harold didn't want to do it. So they can make sure only the guy with the ankle bracelet walks in and out. Because <laughs> I can imagine Harold doing that to Ward. <laughs> yeah. Then again, if that happened to Ward, I mean, then Ward wouldn't have to dispose of a body. He might be okay with it. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Well, I guess we're talking about Ward anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm done talking about Harold, too, so... Cool. Um, Ward's having some issues in this episode. Yeah. He's talking to those dead bodies. Oh, yeah, Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I talk to my dog and then have responses, too, but, like, it's not creepy like a dead body. No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I find a... So lucky that as he's in the parking garage struggling to put those bodies in his trunk and back seat, no one else goes into the car in the garage. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like midnight or something, right? But it's still, it's New York. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he he does that. He. And he dumps the guys in one of those famous New York swamps. <laughs> and um, I thought when you checked his bank account, it was like mm-hmm. reassuring his self-worth. <laughs> oh, I, I figured it, it was exactly this. He was like, well, do I have the money to leave? Because he, he, he had been talking about that already, about just yeah. booking a vacation and getting out there. So I figured it was just that, him actually thinking, screw it. Let's do this. Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I didn't think was that that was a separate bank account from him embezzling from Rand. I thought that was like his own normal personal bank account. Yeah. I mean, I bet his personal bank account actually probably has more money. <laughs> yeah, it probably does. But yeah. he, in his mind, he's like, well, no one's 
keeping track of this. I'm sure my dad doesn't know about mm-hmm. this separate account, which is what he says he thought. But yeah, then Harold was like, no, I, I knew about your your money. Yeah. Um, do we just want to skip to that part? <laughs> uh, I I guess I don't. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what else happens to uh, him. Oh no! I guess there's a few other things. He tries to actually go on vacation, and then it turns mm-hmm. out that all twenty five million in that bank account is gone. Yep. Um, I've got nothing else though. I don't know what. Well, yeah. So he goes to confront his dad about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, his dad just like punches him and grabs him by the ear and just embarrasses him. Honestly, I don't blame Ward for killing his dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, given the lifetime of abuse he's had, um, I don't know how much of it was like this exact night, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it, I'm sure it added up a lot. Yeah. I do like the line that Ward tells him that Harold's his creation, which puts a new meaning to uh, the, the, uh, the name in Ward's phone as Frankenstein, saying that Ward is Frankenstein's monster. Because he created him. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Although I did look it up. In the original book, uh, the monster did not kill Frankenstein. I was hoping that it would just tie it up with a little bow. Uh, Oh, well. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Damn. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, so Ward kills Harold. Episode Mm -hmm. ends with that. That's something. This kind of reminds me of... um, the type of twist that they were trying to do when Cottonmouth was killed in the first season of Luke Cage. Um, fortunately for this show, Harold isn't as interesting as Cottonmouth, so it's kind of a draw. <laughs> That's true. He's dead. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. What else right. have we got? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember this happening with, uh, with Ward killing Harold. Like, that happens here, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, in the beginning of the season, I don't know if I said this out loud or just thought it. It's like, I don't remember at all what happens to to Ward. Or to Harold. I remember what happens to Ward. I don't remember at all what happens to Harold. That's why. Because <laughs> he just, he's gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember him dying. But that's it. Okay. So. I didn't remember him dying. Oh. Either time. When he tells him about <laughs> the first time he died. Or this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so the other thing about Ward, kind of already mentioned it, that that $25 million that he had in that separate account was mm-hmm. him embezzling from the employee pension fund. Yep. I didn't, you know, I don't want to say that he redeems himself in a sense, but like he he's around as a main character in season two. So I assume mm-hmm. like, you know, things he does were kind of forgotten, but that was a ton of money that he just stole from people. That's that's really bad. Not only that, it's also now just gone. Because he can't inherit from his father. Because his father's already dead. Where is his account? Who has that money? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. What did Harold do with that money? Yeah. Did he just just put it back into the pension fund? (laughs) I hope so. I doubt it. But I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, damn. Yep. Alright, um, I also have stuff for Madame Gao. Okay, yeah, let's talk about her. Yeah, um, so yeah, we find out she's an employee. Um, yeah, 
pretty much uh, the only other thing that we hadn't talked about is why she went after, or that um, she doesn't like the Hatchet Men, is because the Hatchet Men are the only group that resisted their kind of takeover or distribution of drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you can't control them, got to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, especially what we saw from season one of Daredevil. Is like every other group's kind of selling her product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it wasn't this product, but still, <laughs> a, a product, right? Still yeah. working for the hand in that sense. Yeah. 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 Like everything else we talked about, because I have a bunch of stuff about uh, her working for Rand, but we already did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on to guy in the chair. Uh, you know, I have one last uh, villain, um, yeah. just because we have joy in the villain section. I okay. don't remember why I wrote this down, but I only have one bullet point for her. Uh, joy doesn't have time for Ward Scrap. Well, I, she says that. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Maybe that's why yeah. I wrote it down for her. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure she didn't censor herself like I did. I don't remember. All right. That's fair. I think she said, I don't, I don't have time for your fudge or something like that. I don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, she also, you know, she's the only one who cares about the consequences being paid that she and Ward and Danny are now removed from Rand. Oh, that's right. That happened here. Yeah. She's also the only one that knows. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm disappointed because, like... We had like two episodes with, or three episodes with Danny has his company back. Now he has to try to get his company back. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, great. All right. <laughs> yep. All right. That's all I had for Joy too. <laughs> okay. All right. Guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. Abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Um, I've got Megan. Danny's an awesome assistant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. I just you know, I just want to give her some credit. Danny comes up all messed up from fighting earlier, so she gets him ready for the board meeting. She watches out for him. She's honest about um thinking it's not a great com- company. Um, although she does still work there where her mom is living on Staten Island, probably getting cancer from the company. Yeah. Well, if she's having trouble finding another job, uh, you're stuck at the place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she can't even ask Danny Rand for like a different job or something because he now doesn't work there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I have no idea. That's one of those things that's always been weird, right? Like, even if you're CEO and you own 51% of the company, like Danny in this case, you still have to follow rules from the board. Because I know that's, you know, when you're a publicly traded company, like, that's what the board mm-hmm. is. It's like looking over the C-suite of people to make sure that you have the interests of the shareholders. It's, you know, no one else, just the people who want the money from the company. Yeah. So that's always been felt weird to me. But yeah. Okay. yeah I mean... So Danny still owns the company. He's just not on the board or can make any decisions, correct? Yeah, pretty pretty much. That's that's how I interpreted that. I, I so assume only, that's how that works in real life. I mean, yeah. I I know Danny will be upset because he wants to try and make the world a better place through his company. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just Ward and, and um, Joy who are 
have real consequences because they don't have they probably have stocks but not nearly that many yeah exactly and i guess we don't know if they lost it all because part of harold's will when he died was that they had to work at uh, at rand otherwise they lose everything so if they're fired do they lose everything (laughs) did they just lose even more (laughs) yeah and then they can't like access ward's money or harold's money that ward knows about because they probably don't have this password although they do have his thumbprint right now no he he threw it in the swamp well he has a second he has two thumbs no he threw the whole body in the swamp (laughs) oh that's right with presumably thumbs attached Okay, sorry, I thought you were talking about the, the finger that he Harold cut off. Okay, yeah. No, you don't cut off your thumb. Yeah, that's that's just stupid. You cut off your ring finger? <laughs> trying to think. I'm looking at my hand. Which one would I get rid of? Yeah, ring finger probably. Yeah. Isn't that the one that has a uh, a vein connected directly to your heart? Isn't that like probably the the most bloody one? Is it? I don't. I. I had not heard that. Oh. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. That's all I have for a guy in the chair. Yeah, I didn't have anything for that. So. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? All right, Tony, how do you think that we should rate this episode? Well, how many inexplicable dragon tattoos would you give this episode? (laughs) Uh, You know, this one had more stuff. I'm, I'm giving it a three similar to last okay. week um you know we we got more storyline at least that was mm-hmm. at least pushing a decent uh story forward um i i wasn't bored throughout a lot of it a uh, little bit of fighting action that was nice but yeah. yeah i'm going with a, a nice nice solid three which is pretty high for for the show so far yeah i gave last week a three i actually like last week more than this one so i'm gonna give this two and a half okay seems yeah. fair all right. righty. Well, in that case, we'll go ahead and close out this episode. Um, all right, everyone. Next week, we'll continue with episode eight, The Blessing of Many Fractures. And uh, in the meantime, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at MCU underscore Rewind. We actually use that account now, so um, it's worth it to follow us. Uh, and if you can give us a five-star or ten-star rating on whatever podcast app has rated really whatever the highest number is i don't know if any of them do 10 i'm sure most of them do five but you know if you want to give us a rating just in general that would be awesome anyway this is the marvel cinematic rewind signing off have a marvelous day trees 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 have roots and trunks and leaves trees 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 have buds and fruits and seeds trees 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 a home for birds and bees we all need our trees, trees, trees. Home for nests of flying birds. Home for buzzing honeybees. Home for bats so brown and black. Some squirrels share those big tall trees. Shades of slithering sharp-toothed snake. Big bugs that blow there in the breeze. Many things are making home.